Welcome to the Intentional Coach Podcast, where we bring you the heart and soul in sports. With your hosts, Brad Perry and Tanner Perry. Now, from the backwoods of East Tennessee, two knuckleheads to help you navigate the field, the mat, the court, and the track. Welcome to the Intentional Coach Podcast. This is Coach Perry. I'm uh, here with Coach T. Coach T, how are you today? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. Good. Everything's going well. Well, that's good. Healthy. A little chilly because it's wintry. It is a little chilly. Everywhere. 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 Yes. There was like there was like like a month where our heater was broken. And it was like right when maybe not a month. It was a couple of weeks. It was like right when it was starting to get really cold. Ooh, that's bad. Yeah, it was, it was rough. It wasn't fun. We just had like heaters around. I just had to bundle up every night. Bundle up and cuddle up. Yeah, it was fine. That's not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing. It was okay. <laughs> hey, we are in a series. We're talking about coaching instincts, those things that just instinctively need to be in your program, uh, that need to be on your mind, that you need to be working on. Uh, we talked about uh, checking our heart, looking to internal. Uh, if I'm a head coach and I'm not good, nobody else is going to be either, uh, both spiritually, mentally, and physically. Uh, we talked about taking initiative, being being a hardworking coach. Uh, in that episode, uh, we just kept stressing that whole idea that nothing good happens by accident. Today's episode, we're talking about uh, building a community around yourself. Coaching isn't meant to be done alone. No, I mean you look at the highest level athletes and they have a team. Yeah, they got a team around them. I mean, even like, you know, all of them do. All of them. Do. There's a team making it happen. Yeah, there's no successful Lone Ranger coach. No. Well, and even the Lone Ranger had Donto. Yeah, exactly. He wasn't alone. Yeah. Yeah. It's miss. What is it? Misinf. What are the? Not misinformation. We can go with misinformation. Misinformation's right. Yeah, I guess that's <laughs> works too. Was it false advertising? False advertising. False advertising. There we go. Yes. Hey, it's biblical as well, coaches. Uh, I mean, in, in the very beginning, God looked at man, and, and I've used this as a minister in weddings quite a few times, but he looked at man and he said, it's not good for man to be alone. Let us create a suitable helper for him. But you just take the first part of that. It, it's not good for man to be alone. It's not good for a coach to be by himself. Uh, you need to surround yourself with good people. You need to surround yourself with a support system. Uh, you need people that will help uh, fulfill the plan, uh, help do the work. Many hands make a lot load. And let's let's be honest, coaching, coaching, especially if you're a head coach, it, it's hard. Yeah, it is. It, it's not easy. There's a whole lot of responsibility. There's a whole lot to do. There's a whole lot that has to get done. You got kids. You got administration. You got parents. You got community fussing because you lost this one when you should have won it, or you won this one by too many. And you should have shown a little mercy. And there's, you know, you get caught in the trap of, hey, I'm on this island by myself. And again, if you don't take initiative to build that, you're you're going to be on that island by yourself. So so let's just talk about it. What kind of people do we need around us, Coach D? I think dependable. Obviously, I mean, are we talking talking like char- characteristics, or are we talking, um? Building a team, like what aspects of, of right, this let's, team? Let's make talk about characteristics happen? of people that you want yeah. around, and then we'll talk about the you know team members. Yeah. Okay. So, so you say dependable. I think dependable. 
I, I'm, I'm going to go up to our first two instincts. Uh, we need people who are, who are like-minded, who have checked themselves. Um, and also, I think we need people who will take initiative and, and get some stuff done. Uh, somebody around you, if you got a team member that, that didn't get nothing done, he's not really a team member. <laughs> he's not helping. Uh, and, and in most cases, he's going to be hurting. So dependable, um, somebody who's like-minded, um, somebody who takes initiative, has a good work ethic. Uh, humility, I think, is a good one, both for head coaches and assistant coaches and community around. If it's all about me, then it's not going to be about my team. Yeah, that's true. I think I got another one. Uh, somebody from a different perspective. Right. In I think, what way? I think it's I think it's important to have uh some people with some I mean obviously everybody has different life of experiences but just just trying to find somebody that has just a different perspective on on maybe even like your coaching philosophy. I don't know. I I I'm really into the whole like balance thing. I think there needs to be if everybody is like thinks the same exact things then really no growth happens. Well, I, I was I just, as you say that, I'm thinking through, hey, if I'm a track coach, I'm a, I'm a head track and field coach at high school down the street here, and my track experience is a 100-meter sprint, mm-hmm. I may have a hard time coaching the shot putters. Yeah, exactly. And, and maybe and that goes to, like... The distance runners. Yeah, and maybe that goes to, like, team member kind of thing. Yeah, but, so, but still, at the same time, I mean... Filling those holes. Yeah. Filling those holes. Well, I mean, if you look at characteristic straight, if I'm that passionate coach that just gets after everybody, you know, I might need somebody that's a little more level-headed. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's true. And that that might help. Fill the holes. So you want team members who can fill your holes. So that that goes back up to the the first instinct. Check yourself. Right. What what holes do you have? Yeah, know where you're you're weakest. Yeah, know where you're weak weak spots are so you can surround yourself with people who are strong in those areas and i think i think that whole like i think people a lot of coaching staff get like at each other's throats sometimes because they forget that they're on the same they're they're for the same goal and i feel like a lot of times in my experience i've seen you know i'm wrong you're or i'm right you're wrong kind of mentality of like my way is the best way there is. Well, I think that goes in taking the initiative and building that team. Right. Uh, you know, if you build that team and you have, you know, staff meetings, communicate goals, communicate future plans, communicate passions, and, and, and build that team around, you know, good solid relationship amongst the coaching staff and even community uh, will get rid of a lot of that. I, mean, I think not taking the initiative to have those, you know, FCA, we have, Staff meetings, we have board meetings. We, you know, we communicate. We want everybody to be on the same page. I sent an email out yesterday with like five pages in it uh, of, hey, here's what I'm thinking about. Here's what, you know, here's some some goals. Here's some plans. I want to send it out so my staff can look at it and read over it. And then when we have our staff meeting, our board meeting, we can actually sit down and have a conversation. I think you can do that with high school coach staff as well. You know, say, hey, here's here's workout plan. Off season, preseason, in season. Here's yeah. offensive drills. We, well, we and you'll think. find the more communicative you are about your vision, about all of that stuff, the more ideas ideas will start to come in. The more more people will be like, "Hey, I'm good at that. You know, delegate that to me. I I can do that. I can yeah. do that well." 
Um, and you start seeing that team kind of come together and, and start to work together instead of, uh, you know, working apart and working on their own thing. Yeah, and you really they can't sp- over-communicate. You can't. I, yeah, I still have trouble with the communication thing of just, like, every time I communicate something, it seems like there's something else that I didn't communicate. <laughs> it's like, oh, well, that's the one they, that's the question they asked. Dang it. It's like. Yeah, you're communicating with your staff, even with your athletes, even with the community. You just try to answer the questions before they're asked. Can you do that all the time, though? No, you're not going to be able to do all of them. Yeah. We're getting on the rabbit trail here. Oh, yeah, we're we away are. from building the staff, building yeah, the that's team. That's true. All right, so, so we talk about some of those character traits. Um, you know, as an individual coach out there, uh, you probably have different personality than me and Coach T. You may have four or five other ones that, that you would throw in there, and that's perfectly fine. We're just shooting ideas four here. Four or five personalities in one person? Well, uh, traits. Not, not oh, okay, gotcha. All right. Yeah, that would be kind well, of scary on the football field. <laughs> this might not be the best. Uh, we might need to get that checked out if that's the yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so what kind of people do you need around you? Uh, we, we talk a lot about communication. Maybe, you know, I, I want somebody who can – who can do that for me if I'm not good at it? Uh, again, fill those holes. Um, look at your weak spots. Where am I weak? Where do I need? You know, I, I'm a basketball coach who played point guard. I might need somebody on my team that was an inside dude, post player that can come in and and help and 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 run drills and fill that hole. Uh, any other thoughts? What team member, members would you like to have around you? Um, I think somebody that, I mean, I think we go back to the, you know, the, the one that's a little bit rowdy, a little bit, you know, over the top sometimes. And then the level headed guy, I mean, I think that's a good contrast to have because they both keep each other in check a little bit. And sometimes that's hard. Sometimes that's not easy, but, but it is beneficial and it does create progress. I think think that's a big thing. If you're not, uh, you know, most of my coaching career, I was officially the assistant coach and i had a very good administrative coach that took care of a lot of that stuff and and i just worked the room uh and practice and that that was huge part of our team and our success is you know i had somebody that was good at something that i wasn't good at and just allowed right. me to do what i was really good at uh so looking at looking at those kind of things as well um so how we go about building Building this team, how do we go about building this support around us? I, I think one thing is it it takes time to build that team. You're yeah. not going to do it in one season. No, it's going not going to happen overnight. No. But but every great journey starts with single step. Exactly. If you don't take the initiative and start building a team, it's not going to come. Well, it will, there will be a team that will come together. It'll be the team that runs you off. Yeah, right. <laughs> It'll be the team that criticizes. It'll be the team that causes problems and and creates issues. So so we got to be intentional about, hey, I'm going to build this team. I'm going to evaluate where my weak spots are, what we need, uh, where I need support. Um, yeah, and, you know, with with us, we talk about, you know, I don't think we call them the four C's. You need a creator, uh, somebody that's going to be uh, coming up with new plans, new ideas, new drills, new things that you can do. You need a critic. Mm-hmm. Somebody that's going to look at those and say, uh, did you think about this? Or, you know, you, know, you, you got to keep, I mean, all of these, you got to kind of keep them under control. Well, uh, and you got to keep yourself under control and, in this and keep your head in check too. Because yeah. if that critic comes to you and says, hey, did you think about this? And you get mad because, oh, I'm the, I'm the one that's supposed to teach this. I'm the coach. 
you know, I'm never wrong. You know, that's not the attitude that you want to have. It's like, oh, hey, like I even have wrestlers during practice kind of be like, hey, did you think about this? I'm like, no, that's great, though. Yeah, let's yeah, go with that. Use let's that. Feel that. Yeah, use that. Yeah. You know? And, and you know, so, yeah, you, you got to keep yourself in check. So with, you need a creator. Too. You need a critic. You need a crusader. I love this one. You need you need that hop dude that's that's going to, hey, you, you know, I'm on board. I'm going to push this. I'm going to make this happen. Uh, not necessarily a cheerleader, um, but just, just, I mean, that's why I say crusader. Somebody's going to go in and push it and, and going to talk about it. A little passion. A little passion. Yeah. A little excitement. Yeah, for what's going on. And I think you also need a communicator. You, you know, you need somebody that's going to not not hop, cheer, crusade thing, but just everyday conversations. Everyday conversations. They're going to they're gonna talk about program. They're going to talk about wins. They're gonna, and they're not going to do it in a negative way. They're going to they're bring positive vibes to the conversation. I just use vibes. 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 Positive vibes. <laughs> So I, th- I think that's four people that you need you need around you, and you can have multiples. I don't I don't you know me personally, I'm a little I don't want too many critics. I mean I want one or two, but I don't want too many. Um, I th- I'm I'm a little I'm a little backwards on it because I I like the critics, but at the same time if I have too many critics, it's like, oh dang, I'm just a bad coach <laughs> or something. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like it's just like. Oh wow! Why didn't I think about that? I don't know. Maybe that's just a ego thing or something. So we got we got a creator, uh, we got a critic, we got a crusader, uh, we got a communicator, and, and then the last one. And I think this is where where we come into the picture with FCA is have a character guy. Um, you know, you, you know, any good team needs high quality competency. They know what they're doing. They need team chemistry, and and they need high character. And sometimes you bring in, you know, local football team has 50 players. Sometimes characters, it's not there. And, and the coach, you know, you got so much going on uh, that sometimes that's hard to do. Bring in, Oh, it is. Bring in an FCA character coach for that. I mean, that that's a resource that too few of our coaches utilize. Well, you think about it. Most of these kids have gone through a whole day of – getting told this is what you're supposed to do this is what you're supposed to do this is what you're supposed to do and they go to practice and they get this is what you're supposed to do this is what you're supposed to do but nobody ever takes the time to actually listen yeah and let them talk through some through some things yeah or or hey you did that well yeah exactly um you know you you, you're you're okay um so so creator critic crusader communicator character uh that's a pretty good team yeah, uh, and then then I think the last one is community, and when I say community, not necessarily building community, but the community around you needs to be on your team, and that's that can be difficult. Yeah, uh, especially if you know I was talking to a coach the other day, and he he just won a had a huge win, he kind of been in a little bit of slump, had a huge win, um, and we were talking, and and the phrase came up, you know, winning solves a lot of problems. Yes, it does. It really does. <laughs> uh, and if you're not winning, it creates problems. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you you need you need to have clear wins so you can communicate those. So your crusader can can push those. Uh, your critic can evaluate them, and your creator can come out with ways to get even more. But if they're not clearly identified, your community around you is probably not going to see them. 
and I know I know Coach C T says this a lot to his team, and I, I love the phrase, but it's about progress, not perfection. Because mm. if you're seeking perfection, you're gonna fail. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you can make progress, and and clarifying your wins, you know, to the community especially, could be about progress. Hey, we right. we're better, we're better than we were last year. We're better than we were five years ago. Well, and that makes those building years a lot easier because you're you're not the the main focus is not the wins and the losses. No, it's we hope about not. it's about yeah. I mean, it's about the it's about the like like we've been saying. It's about the progress of how are these athletes developing as people as as football players or what whatever their skill is. How are they developing in the classroom with their peers? All of that stuff. I mean, all that stuff comes into play. I heard several years ago, real good. It was, I was talking to a parent, and we were talking about the you know, local uh, high school sports team and, and a coach, and uh, this is where that community relationship uh, really hit home for me. Uh, this dad says, my kid could have probably played for a coach who would have made him a better player, but he couldn't have played for a coach who made him a better person. Uh, and that, that coach won over his community. They were they were they were on his team. Now, did he have critics out in the community? Absolutely, I'm sure he did. They had people who didn't like the way he ran his offense or the way his runners got out of the starting blocks or something. Uh, but by and large, it, you know his his relationships were solid within the community because they knew he was a solid guy and he had the best interests of the kids. Sometimes the wins and losses were upside down, uh, but but he still wasn't coaching alone. Community was on his side. They were on his team. They were cheering him on. They wanted what was best for him, the school, the athletes, and and the community as a whole. We got a couple more minutes here. I I, I kind of wonder if we can if we can look at that at you know what if you're in a school that's kind of um, limited on staffing or, or or something or or even like people that you can draw from or even as a coach you're limited on people that you can draw from. Maybe we don't have these people that we can build a team with. What do we do? <laughs> I grew I grew up in a high school where I, I wrestled through high school. Uh, I had three different high school coaches, and none of the three of them had ever wrestled before. Um, so the struggle was, you know, my coaches really didn't know how to coach us wrestling-wise. Um, you know, two of the three were pretty good guys. Um, yeah, you can be a good person, but that they didn't really, they didn't really, the competent competency wasn't there in the sport right. that they they had to coach. And a lot of our small uh, county schools, especially in minor sports, fall into that category. But you have a community around you. Somebody in your community probably knows what they're doing, and you go out and find those people. Now, a lot of our school systems won't allow volunteers in, right? So, so build your team. Here's, here's what you do, and here's what we've done. Um, start a local AU sports club, and it doesn't matter what sport it is. And I, we're, not, we're not pitching AU. They're not paying us anything. Here, right, <laughs> right. This is just the route we went. Uh, and then we, we just went through and got those guys to come in. Now, you know, you're building athletes with coaches that – you know, you've built that team of creator, critic, crusader, communicator, all of that within your club. Now, once they get to the high school, um, 
they already have some competency. And what that eventually will do, it'll bleed up. I mean, it, it's going to move up uh, and, and just reach out and build that relationship. So bring in people. Bring. I mean, that's, I mean, that's really – and that goes back to the last episode of you've got to take the initiative to do that. I mean, because that's not easy. You gotta, you gotta go find them. You gotta look for them. You gotta be active and and involved in the community. And you know who who was the best shot putter that lives within twenty miles of the high school, yeah. thirty miles of the high school. And I think a big thing is 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 coaching athletes. Um, for this is big for me. I mean, this is just one of the big principles that I have as far as coaching philosophy is coach your athletes to be coaches, coach your athletes. Cause at the end of the day, if you teach your athletes how to coach, they are able to coach themselves in a lot of aspects. Yeah. Ultimate goal would be, you know, I'm, I'm a baseball coach at the local high school and I have this kid that comes through my program is a really good kid, but he's not, he's not going to go play in college. I mean, he goes back down to the local T-ball and teaches what we taught him and, and coaches and, and learns and mentor him and, and pour into him. Uh, we have coaches that, you know. I have yeah. coaches in my room that are wrestlers right now. I mean, I, not coaches, coaches, but they have the ability. I mean, I, every once in a while I'll, I'll take an athlete, and this is just maybe just a wrestling perspective, but I'll take an athlete and be like, hey, what's your best move? Okay, now coach that to the rest of the team. Yeah. And you'll you'll see the progress of even just like that particular technique, their understanding of that te- technique just skyrockets. They're like, oh, I have to think through this, whatever it is, shot put, this this takeoff, this play, whatever it is. I have to think through this, and that just gets it more into like into their uh, well, muscle memory. Typically, when you teach something, you learn it three times. You got to know it, so you got to learn it in order to teach it, and then you got to prep to teach it, and you learn it again, and then you learn it a third time when you're teaching it. Yeah. So, so yeah, and if you if you work down and you build the club, then you can take your high school athletes, you know, once or twice a month down to the club and say, okay, we're going to teach this, we're going to teach this, we're going to teach it's this. Made, yeah. Now, now, you know track we're, hey we're going to go down we, we started an au track club now we're going to take our high school sprinters they're going to go down to our little guys teach them how to get out of the block now once they get to high school they know how to get out of the block the way you want them to get out of the block because it was your athletes that taught them how to get out of the block that's right uh, and then once those high schoolers graduate now you have somebody that now you got has your, the experience. Well, and you also have the community support. They they may and, not coach. Yeah. They may they may go into the business world to sell used cars or insurance or cut hair or something. Yeah. But but they still are invested, not just as an athlete. Now, uh, you've built that community support. One of them may end up, you know, having all kinds of money that can fund your entire program. So build that team. Build that team. Uh, make sure that that you surround yourself with. Competency, character, chemistry. Uh, what was the third, fourth one? Oh my goodness! I don't remember now. I don't either. Well, three, three out of four ain't three bad. Out of four. Hey, if we're playing baseball, that's seven fifty. <laughs> right? That's, that's <laughs> phenomenal. Uh, so make sure you're building that team. Don't do it alone. There's no good Lone Ranger coaches. Uh, we're glad you joined us today for this episode of the Intentional Coach Podcast. This is Coach Perry. Uh, if you want to reach out to us, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, bperry at fca.org tperry at fca.org 
hey, if you like what we're doing here, uh, shoot us an email. Let us know. Uh, share it with a friend. Hit like and share and all that good stuff wherever you listen to us. Give us a review. Um, Shoot, put it on your Instagram story if you want to. There you go. Fine. Instagram. There you go. I'm going to put it on my MySpace. You're my, that's not a thing anymore. <laughs> <laughs> that's not a thing. Oh, I guess I need to get up to date. Man. Yeah, I guess so. Hey, and if you really enjoy, you can go to our website, kingsportfca.org. Uh, there's a donate button. Uh, really good picture of our staff there. Uh, <laughs> me and my little hot wife, and Coach T and his wife, and mm-hmm. Andy uh, that we call Gandalf is on there who helps us out. So you can join us there and hit donate and drop a dime or two. So thanks for joining us. So you wouldn't want to be you. Thank you for listening to the Intentional Coach Podcast, the place you can come every week to find your heart and soul in sports.